my fantastic faction of followers, fans, and freaks of fun Fanacom festivities. I am Ziploc Bob, and woo, what a week. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of the two hosts of Sequels Round Podcast, and this is a talk show where we talk about video games, their culture, design, and psychology, and all that wonderful stuff. And why am I talking quicker than usual? Because this episode's going to be a doozy. So, first off, Stacy says, says, Stacy, it's nice to have both of you on at the same time. Yes, it is. It's kind yeah. of, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> I was out of town last time Stacy was on, so. He he told me he went to that town, though. That town? Mm. 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 <laughs> Philly. After what happened between the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles, every time I hear Philly, oh, it's that town. Mm. <laughs> hey, oh, we, we thank you guys for our trips to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <clears throat> Listen, I'm still taking out on our quarterback. I do. <clears throat> which one? Of, which one of the seven? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zez, yeah, Rad. Says. Yes, Bob. I I wouldn't talk too much shit shit considering that I'm from up Upper Central Redneckia and our fa- football fans are still not dumb enough to tear up their own shit. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> Take that microphone, just drop it, and walk away. <laughs> we help Santa Claus with batteries. Stop, stop. Can we just rewind this for... Why would you pelt Santa with batteries? What in the world did he ever do to you? Like, he didn't bring me that car, you dirty old man! <laughs> he kept bringing me coal. Well, heck, people keep on saying that coal miners need jobs. Uh... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. So, says, lead us into our first, our first normal topic, if you please. All right. <laughs> Santa Daniel McLean City. <laughs> Stacy, what have you been playing recently? Oh, uh, what have I been playing recently? Oh, matter of fact, Final Fantasy 15. Um, oh, my. Right there, yep. <laughs> That game is the emotional roller coasters of emotional roller coasters, and it made me stop and go, wow, a Final Fantasy game can be a Final Fantasy game again instead of it being just this lackluster disappointment, which 13, 12, all of them were. You know, uh, uh, 12 is a hotly deb- deb- you know, contested yeah. issue, but that's besides the point. But like for me, I haven't had one that really hit me it's, uh, since 10. I played 15. It was yeah. just like, I'm not crying. I'm good. Yeah, I felt the same way for well, me. Since 10, it's kind of been disappointing since then. Mm-hmm. Well, there's something about the Spice Boys that just gets me right. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I was in your chat going, it's like, okay, so you've got Sporty and Baby and Posh and Scary. You got all the Spice Boys. I, I, I think you just get them confused with their sausages. <laughs> They're spicy sausages. Daddy, would you like some sausages? <laughs> Talk about worst movies of all time. Seriously. I think that was a cringe fest, but it could be worse. Uh, uh, like, speaking of Final Fantasy, there's a. I've actually been playing the mobile game here lately. Really? It's a lot like that Kate Upton that like that mobile game that Kate Upton was doing the commercials for. Who? 
She had a up the guy, the, the, model. the chick with the huge rack. There's a lot of them, Bob. On the Super Bowl commercials, that was yeah. Like she game was of doing war, fire, and some shit. But it's a. But basically, how it works, it's a. Um, <clears throat> you have a base, and you can upgrade things as mm-hmm. like you have things like oh, you upgrade this, and it generates more gill or food for your troops or whatever per thing and like you can send your troops out and you know you're you're running a little empire okay but it's very facebooky and like it's gameplay. wait isn't she the chick that got busted for the nudes like they hacked no, into no, her she personal didn't get account busted. her nudes got leaked out of a private well account. that's what i mean okay i remember her for that that's about it <laughs> I, I i'm terrible okay i don't all I remember is hearing that name and remembering nudes and the, the, the nude apocalypse or the pornocalypse or what was it? They, the fappening. That's yeah, what it was the, the fappening. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is a long list. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps going <clears throat> like my penis. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. I am too today. Today? Ziploc? Today? Sorry, you I, hang I, out I, my chat all the time. I can contend. I can attend. It's not <laughs> just today, man. <laughs> What's funny is I have a goddammit dragon emote. You're going to get a goddammit Ziploc emote. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get me partnered and I'll get you a goddamn Ziploc emote. How does that sound to you, okay? <laughs> Give him a sub, a sub badge. <laughs> just the sub badge. His sub badge, his sub, his one year sub badge is just Stacy doing this. Cheers. Oh, fuck. Uh, but let's see. Outside of that, I played Bloodstained. Curse of the uh, Moon, yeah. Yeah, Curse of the Moon. It's like Castlevania 3, and it's a prequel to a game that got kickstarted, and it was actually one of the stretch goals. Oh. The main game isn't out yet because it's not a NES-style game. It's a full 3D Castlevania, more of a Metroidvania thing. But, yeah, I was gifted that by by a member of BRG. And that was awesome. Nice. Like I woke up and I'm like, hey, someone gave me a game. And it's not a troll. This is awesome. <laughs> the game's actually good. <laughs> My favorite troll game, Fidget Spinner Simulator. Vape in one hand, sitting on top of those hoverboards, those little two-wheel roller hoverboard things, spinner in the other. I refuse to because that guy, and I'm pretty, and I'm, I think it's that guy, did a did a thing towards like yeah I'll donate money to charity if you buy this DLC pack sort of thing and I'm like oh that's kind of cool only he was keeping the money no yeah I, I could be wrong so take that with a grain of salt but I, I yeah. think it's the guy but also it's a unity asset flip so I fucking refuse you oh you talk about where you just like get a whole bunch of free assets and throw it together or like you just pay for the assets and just throw it in there with no creative endeavor whatsoever yeah well you know like or even if you pay or even if it's paid assets you can Mm -hmm. still like 
the assets are very stillable, unfortunately. Really, I suppose there's no way to really check those half the time, huh? Yeah, like I mean, Steam doesn't get the oh, this asset came from this, and here's the licensing. It's just boop. No kidding. I mean, uh, I mean dude, okay, here's Brad, the thing. I beat Bloodstained in about two hours on the first playthrough. There's one, two, three game modes, and to unlock one, to unlock the two additional game modes. Well, technically four, because there's also a Bosch Rush. But to unlock the two other game modes, you have to beat the game the game on normal twice in two different ways. And it actually changes the entire thing. Because how it works is to get Nightmare Mode, right? Which mm-hmm. ha- it's, it's actually has its own unique play style and story to a certain point. You recruit everybody, <clears throat> right? To unlock Ultimate Mode, you kill them. Really? And there's an end-story reason why the, your character would kill them. That makes sense. They they were using demons for their own benefit. See, I like that they actually, at that point, made it part of the story instead of just, guess what you get to do? You know? Yeah. Um, at least they... At least they worked it in there. Like, how many times have you played a game where it was just lazy? Absolutely lazy. You're like, oh, it's and like- here's... Do 50 of these. Why? Because reasons and not like, eh, this is a reason, you know? Or no, what I hate worse than that, because that, that's like, normally that's relegated to like arbitrary achievements when it's like, oh, to get the other ending, you have to play the entire game the exact same way, but you have mm-hmm. to make a different button press at the very end instead of like choosing the right option. You could choose the left option or some shit like that, but you can't just skip to the last chapter and do that you have to play through the entire campaign play through the whole thing just make the different decision at the end fuck you (laughs) that's nonsense man like if you're gonna have it like that at least least meet me halfway and make it to where I can skip to the end (laughs) right I mean well let's just like I have to play the last level in its entirety but not the entire game last level is doable I mean let's let's face it also uh, save states are a godsend (laughs) <laughs> if the game I'm right there right. again. Well, I'm I'm t- even talking about modern relations, not the big E. Uh, I don't encourage emulation because usually people are stealing it instead of purchasing it and just doing the backup like that. I have no um, problem with emulation. That emulation is perfectly legal. Mm-hmm. My problem is through copy is through like it, violating someone's copyright. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Sony actually lost two emulation law ca- uh, cases. Uh, the cases, if you ever want to look them up, are Lens or not Lens? That's Sony versus <laughs> Universal. I'm thinking Lens versus Universal. Um, are uh, Sony versus Bleem and Sony versus Connectix? They went after Bleem, huh? Yeah, and lost. But Bleem <clears> still <throat> lost a big game because they ran out of money fighting them. Connectix had the biggest win because Sony just bought them outright, but by that point, the PS2 was on the way. I had no idea. I mean, by that point, though, wasn't it just uh, the Gleam of America only played the disc? It didn't actually play a ROM. If, yeah, it I'm only mistaken. played the disc, and it even enhanced it. So I suppose it was because they are losing money on the console, maybe? Yeah, and the idea that it could play homebrew games. <clears throat> okay, true. 
But at the same time, it was re- it was judged as like, listen, they did reverse engineering. The reverse engineering's under fair use. They did not use your bias. They reverse engineered it, so they're good. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're not taking over your market. At the PC is a separate market. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Bleem was a small startup company. They couldn't afford to, they couldn't afford all the legal fees. That's sad to hear. I mean, it's always sad to hear. I mean, I don't remember paying for Blaine back in the day, though. Wasn't that all? It was. Oops. Uh (laughs) No, they had like they had a free trial version. Okay. Got, but it was one of those shareware things to where you could just go "Mm, no and then never and constantly go no and never pay for it. Kind of like Winrar. So yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Winrar. Yeah. I never did that with Winrar. What are you talking about? Uh, oh, no. Honestly, they're not going after you with Renoir. <laughs> they're not going for um, consumers, like individual consumers. They were going with Renoir, where they made their money was uh, corporates, corporations. Honestly, dude, I worked at a radio station, a major, major company radio station. They owned, I want to say, a total of 80 to 90 radio stations in total in this group, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Every fucking time I unzip something. Would you like to buy Renoir? Still going to keep trying it. Still going to keep trying it. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. How fucking cheap are you people? <laughs> yeah, so we came on here to talk about something today, from my understanding. Yes, yes, which yes. apparently is something I'm a little obsessed with. Just, 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 a, just a hair. But before we get to that, let's go ahead and do our sponsors real quick. So... Our first, well, our first official sponsor, or unofficial sponsor, rather, is Gatherbot. Gatherbot by Opera Event. That is a bot that we use for the show. We use it to find everything here, whether it be through the free tips, using mobile games and such, or just donations to the stream directly through Gatherbot. And it's, and it's just how all of our support is funneled to where we don't have to, like, take ads from, like, Audible or or whatever company that's mm-hmm. constantly doing their roles. It's just, hey, here it is. Uh, secondly, what what's the next one, Zez? We also have, um, <laughs> we like to give a special shout out to Cheers, Subs, and Twitch Prime users. Twitch Prime is a way to watch ad-free on Twitch by linking up your Amazon Prime account. And lastly, our charity for the month of June. And for you poor YouTube users, yes, this is lined up with when we stream it, not when it goes live So on YouTube. So, sorry. Uh, our charity of the month, month is stackup.org. It was founded in 2015 with the idea of bringing both veterans and civilian supporters together through a shared love of video game through their love of just you know video game and wanting to help because support groups kind of work that way today we're going to talk about the one second we're going to talk about <laughs> bob's like there's too many choices <laughs> shit i forgot i knew i forgot something i knew i was going to screw this up eventually uh, we're going to talk about the air assaults and the supply crates. I'll go ahead and take the supply crates, and you can take the air assaults, Zez. Um, All right, air, you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Air assaults are stack-ups hand-picked deserving, ve- or stack-up hand-picked deserving veterans and pays them to attend life-changing video game and get culture events such as Comic-Con or what's going on as of the recording of this 
episode E3, PAX, or even Dev Studio Tours. Yeah, mm-hmm. they their airfares paid, their foods paid, their lodgings paid, all of it. And this that is exactly what the money you get guys donate to them goes to so please put it down below as well as their other programs such as supply crates supply crates are like care packages right you know care packages if you know somebody in the military you normally send them like some candy some book something to read and some music and shit like that but instead of sending that they send them actual tech like gaming pcs ps4s with copies of fifa and four <laughs> controllers so they can have multiplayer tournaments and all and like you know stuff like gaming magazines because they might not have internet oh. access to keep up to date on shit like that but that is that with our sponsors so let's roll on through to talking about a abridged history of final of the main on final fantasy you can call it a bridge all you want it's not gonna be any shorter mainline final fantasy games because here's what's not going to be included okay we're not talking about the legend series mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're only selecting a few sequels here and there that's what me and Zez are going. Mm. <laughs> um, we're not doing we had, tactics. We, 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 we had it be on another we episode when we do the other games. So no Crystal Chronicles, no tactics. Sorry guys, that will no be another Chocobo episode. Dungeons. Come on, man. <laughs> no t- Chocobo Dungeons. No. Question though, are we going to talk about fat Chocobos? Oh God, those fat ass. Um, <laughs> and like none of. Uh, no crisis core no that that deserves to have enough time to breathe it is that good okay 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 i'll invite you for that episode damn it we'll have to <laughs> guess if we have to <laughs> just make stacy happy give it to all like, um but we're yeah, also the the, another reason we're doing the le- not doing the Legends games is because it is and isn't a Final Fantasy games. They're yeah. te- they're actually remakes of saga games. Mm-hmm. But I'll now, get to that later. Are we gonna be touching on the movies at all? No. Okay. Because <laughs> um, there's been a lot of them. we can mention <laughs> that if a certain game had a movie and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the only <laughs> other thing that's just like no, we're fucking no is like just all the mobile games just get thrown out as well um there actually were a couple good ones they just didn't get released in the u.s as always we get the butt of it instead instead we get uh like age of fire ripoffs and one one to where you could have to play pay anywhere from 99 cents to a hundred dollars to get fucking cloud a uh, hell, which one were you playing? <laughs> uh, the first Final Fantasy mobile game did that shit to where uh, you paid to get a random character unlock and you could only get these premium characters by unlock, but you didn't pick which one. It was a lottery. Loot box, basically. Before you know, loot I'm boxes. I'm so glad I didn't play this crap. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's worse because it was not a free title. It was a paid one. 
Oh. On mobile. So, <laughs> like, yeah. That, but anyway, so let's start off with the first one. Final Fantasy 1 was released December 18th, 1987, released for the NES, and has been made for pretty much anything you can imagine through remakes, through straight-up ports, and fun fact, the first time I actually beat this game was on one of those slide phones. No kidding, really? Yeah, I had that and Street Fighter 2 on it. <laughs> you know, that's what and I love And it was an emulator. Of- I actually paid for it. Gee, I- that thing on a little slider phones, man. I mean, it's bad enough on a you know tablet, which is bigger. Those slider phones, those things were tiny, man. Yeah, the screen was this big. Oh, is that bad? That game was bad enough on the big screen too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Final Fantasy, the first Final Fantasy takes place in a world with three large continents. The elemental powers of this world were determined by four mystical or- orbs. This is going to be a theme. Each governing one of the classical elements. Earth, fire, wind, wind, and water. No heart. Damn it! (laughs) No captain today. Uh, Basically, 400 years before the prior start of the game, these people, all of them were stolen. The world was played. Basically, global warming happened. (laughs) For some reason. (laughs) I mean, that's basically what it's described. It's like, you know, it's like... there was floods, rains, fr- fires, cats and dogs living together. <laughs> so, 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 so basically Thanos happened and caused global warming. <laughs> <laughs> Seems pretty legit. Yeah. Uh, right. And you and basically you play the four warriors of light. Um, it was a very Spog standard turn-based system. It was... It was very much inspired by Dragon Quest because that mm-hmm. thing sold like hotcakes, which was inspired by games like Ultima, um, the first Elder Scrolls games, that sort of stuff. So, you know, you know what I love most about Final Fantasy One though is this, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna be hitting on this soon. If it is, I apologize for taking your for you know it. the wind out of your sails there, but you can, when you play it, it's rough. It's very rough, and you could tell it's just the the framework of what a Final Fantasy was supposed to be, but that's the only one that the name, the name of it was so perfect because it was Final Fantasy. It was his last ditch effort to make a game before he called it quits in gaming. And that's oh, what was so amazing about it. It wasn't just him. Like, yeah, he was going to go back. I mean, the to whole company in general. Yeah. And the company was going to bankrupt. So it, like it worked mm-hmm. on two levels, dude. Right. And it's, you could, it, it's rough and it's tough as nails. Um, you I'm, can see so many wonderful things come from it. You can tell, especially as you pointed out, repeating themes. <laughs> it's like, what is it? Um, Dead or Alive was named that because of a similar situation. The company was going to go bankrupt <laughs> if it did not sell. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah they were know. literally going to be dead or alive <laughs> based upon game sales for that. That's actually kind of cool. Because um, I remember always growing up and going, there's like 30 Final Fantasies. How can there all be a final one? Shut up. <laughs> Here is why. Yes, I know it's kind of turned into a never-ending story joke at this point, but still, it's worth it. <laughs> the poetry is there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it had a lot of the basics. I did like the fact that you had more different types of classes than you had characters, uh, character slots to put them in, so you couldn't just do one of each. So you yep. could theoretically do a a dozen or so different playthroughs, and none of them being the exact same. Yep. Um, 
later releases did, because of it. did fix a lot of problems that the NES version had. For example, mm-hmm. if you just told all your guys to attack one thing, it would start attacking the empty spot. So in my mind, it was just kicking the corpse around. <laughs> but, in, but in the PS, like in the PS One remake, it would go, "Oh, there's nothing there. Let's go to the next thing in line." I remember screaming at TV. There's nothing there. It's dead. <laughs> yeah, but just that's how I, 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 how I fucking <laughs> internalized. It's like they're just okay. The guys are fucking kicking the corpse around. Got it. <laughs> like you know what? If you had something like that attack, you you kick the shit out of the corpse too, man. Oh yeah, dude. I can tell you a time I was got my my character was getting fucked up in D and D, and like I barely. <laughs> fended it off and i'm just like you bitch you bastard and i'm just like just like limply swinging my sword into the jello that was that thing's face and i'm just fucked up or or you're you're sitting in a doorway just firing shots into a dead body no just just like you know you just hear limply hitting him hitting like this Oat red oatmeal that was his face. <laughs> oh, yummy. <laughs> you know, Final Fantasy One. I, I still have the cart for it. I have the box. I have the instruction manual. I have the dungeon guide. I have the Nintendo Power. I have the poster. Mm-hmm. It's pathetic how much crap I have for this one game that I realistically didn't enjoy that much, but I loved the series so much I had to have it because there's so many good memories attached to it. Yeah, you know? it's, it's not about what it was, it's about what it spawned. Exactly. Um, kind of like now, your grandparents. You may not love them, but you're like, but you help make me, so I should respect at least a little bit. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, even though I think I should, do not want, want to hear your opinions on how the world works, especially in public. Um, quick I, I never played Final Fantasy 1, so... We're going to go by the international numbers because there's a little bit of a problem here if we don't (laughs) Mm -hmm. Final Fantasy 1 through 6 weren't released worldwide, not all of them and the ones that were which were 1, 4, and 6 those did make it to the US but but 1 had the proper name everywhere but 4 and 6 were also called 2 and 3 here in the US so, to avoid confusion, let's move on to Final Fantasy II, which never made it to the U.S. until much later in life. Yeah. Okay, so it was released in December, or mm-hmm. on December 18th, 1988. It was for the Famicom, was released for the, was not released to the U.S., and has been made for a lot of things, including iOS and Android. It's usually packaged with the first Final Fantasy, even, like, even on the Game Boy Advance, I believe you can get a two-in-one cart for that. So, so they managed to release two a year after one. Yeah, a lot of these are just one year after another because they have a because if the the team's successful the, enough, they just the, go. They had they had to have been working on them in succession for a long time. Well, that's how game design was in in the back in the day, and still is. Like as soon as you're done with one project, you're going directly to the next. No, no, I mean, they had to have been working on two before one was released. Nope. This nope. is an NES game. doesn't take as much much manpower or stuff. like. So, let's talk about the story and the gameplay real quick. The game centers on a conflict by, by an evil empire. That will become a trope. 
who's using Hellspawn to try to conquer the world. The protagonist, well, the protagonist actually tries to like stop this with his friends Maria and Guy. You actually can't rename these characters, which really dependent on which Final Fantasy you're playing. That's an that's not really set in stone. Like it mm-hmm. switches on and off a lot. And they join a rebellion to fight them. They meet many allies along the way, try to stop the Empire, save the world. Right? Very simple plot. It's not Shakespeare, but it's serviceable. And honestly, I have played this one through fan translations before it got released in the U.S. in a format that I could get a hold of. Because mm-hmm. um, I think I bought the Final Fantasy Origins on the PlayStation Store to play this properly. Oh, good old. Going back to what I was saying, they did start working on it while one was in production. They did? Okay. Yep. But that that typically is wasn't the case back then. It was just like, it, they, done, and now let's crank out, start yeah, they, cranking out the other. They, they decided, um, once they made 400, they decided to manufacture 400,000 copies of the first one um, so that they could work on the second one. If it, yeah, they went ahead and pre-sold that one. and Right. Gotcha. And the first one's kind of buggy, and that could explain why. Um, but this one's kind of unique when it comes to its combat. They did not use our, how you progressed. It wasn't experience-based. As far as your experience doesn't apply to an entire your entire character growth. It's you do an action that, that will... You do a certain action enough times, a certain stat will go up. You use swords, your sword stat will go up. You use magic, your magic stat goes up. You get hit, your HP will go up. Mm-hmm. Does it sound like any other franchise you know took that idea? Uh, a lot of Western RPGs, honestly. I was going with Elder Scrolls, but... Also World of Warcraft originally. Well, except uh, they did have experience, too, but do you not remember original WoW where you had to get... Uh... So much experience with just staves, so much experience with just swords, two-handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had weapon experience layered on character experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine that with no character experience. Ooh, that'd be rough. Honestly, it's been so many years since I've played this, I don't remember half of this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there were a lot of glitches in this game, unfortunately, and a lot of exploits in its original version. And... Growing up, a lot of people I knew hated it. Because, like, really, they, they hated it that much, huh? It, not like, I hate this game. It's just like, I don't like it because, like, they couldn't wrap their mind around the system. So they went, I, since I can't wrap my mind around, like, how the systems and stuff works, it's crap. <sighs> I and, can understand that. Well, it's <clears throat> like me and another game on this list. I just didn't like this. We'll get to that. I'm going to hold my opinions about that until we get to it. But, but yeah, you'll you hear the rant. You can see where coming from on that. Yeah. Foreshadowing. <laughs> but also, bum, like, bum, it was on the, like, the NES graphics, like, they were pushing it too far with the pixel art to where it slipped in the muddy looking to me. As far as, like, the character designs and stuff. But, yeah. Like, they were... They, they put a little bit more into it, and they kind of overshot it. Uh, next is Final Fantasy III, which also wasn't released in the U.S. 
But this one's actually once again quite, we get the butt of everything. I swear but to. But this one's actually quite popular, right? It was released in uh, April twenty seventh, nineteen ninety. Uh, was for the Famicom, and has been released through lots of remakes. Mm-hmm. The story revol- revolves around the. Four Warriors of Light who begin as Onion Knights in the original release. They are named Lunith, Ark, Rafina, and Ignis. Huh. That's where that name comes from. (laughs) (laughs) And the 3D remake. When, yeah, we got the 3D remake. We didn't get a 2D version over here, I Mm -hmm. think. Uh, Basically, they find a wind crystal, grant some powers, instructions to restore balance to the world, and also unlocks their ability to select jobs, because this was the where the job system was born. Now you can play your game and work. <laughs> Slightly different, but okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> well, they call it a grind, based off the daily grind, so... He's got the point. <laughs> What do RPGers and strippers have in common? They both know how to grind if they do their job well. <laughs> sure. No, but honestly, I, I like what the job system was. I like where it went. I love what it did with the Final Fantasy genre, or the Final Fantasy series, excuse me, and what it did with really the RPG genre itself. What it, how it changed what uh, RPGs were. It wasn't a Final Fantasy exclusive, obviously. But oh, I would yeah. like, personally, I'd like to think that Final Fantasy kind of went, that's nice. This is how to do it right. Yeah, and to me, like Final Fantasy for a long time was that. They were the stalwart for RPGs. Mm-hmm. Well, them, them and Dragon Quest, and then Square, Soft, and Enix merged. And I thought that was much later. I thought that was much later. Yeah, that was much later than this game, but still. I thought that was like around 10. No, no. No, I think that's around 12? Maybe? Squeenix? Becoming Squeenix? No, I I thought thought that was before. Uh, uh, To the Google. You Google, we'll figure this out. When it became Um, Squeenix, it was uh, 7 was the first time as Squeenix. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. I thought it was much later for some reason. I thought I swear I thought it was Squaresoft. Much later. Anyways. But yeah, I actually liked it because they had some really interesting like like I like systems in RPGs more than I like stories sometimes. And this was definitely the case with this one. Yeah, because I like like I like math. I like figuring out how to break <laughs> systems. Because every game is math, and RPGs are one of the games to where you can get to the math a lot cleaner. It was 2002. Okay. Really? That's it was, what it was, uh, it was after Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's what Rad just said in chat. That really, I, I could have swore it was Squeenix for seven. I don't know why I could have swore it was. Okay. I guess oh, I'll God. It's been years I've had to use this knowledge. (laughs) Forgive me, everyone listening. I do apologize. (laughs) Okay. This is the one spinoff of a spinoff that I'm throwing in here because of (laughs) Stacy. Mythic Quest. Mystic. 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 Whatever. 
<laughs> oh no no no! This is not a whatever thing. This is a real Final Fantasy Mystic game. Despite quest. how much you hate it, let me explain why I do not consider it a uh, Final Fantasy. After I get through some general basics before I and before I actually get into how the game played and stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Released October fifth, nineteen ninety two. It was on the Super Nintendo, and it was made exclusively for Westerners. And in Japan, it was called Final Fantasy USA Mythic Quest. Now, here's why I consider it not a Final Fantasy game. It's made by the same team who made Final Fantasy Legends three. It had a lot of the same overlap there, there with the systems and stuff in mm-hmm. certain ways, but even more pared down than it was in three, because three had the excuse of it's a Game Boy game. The Final Fantasy Legends series is a rebrand of the saga games for Western audience because we don't know what we, for the longest time, we didn't know what the saga series was. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, is it though? Or did they just throw a game together and use some brand recognition? Uh, okay. Here's the thing with Mystic Quest is they went, okay, there's a whole bunch of people out there who have no idea what a Final Fantasy game is. They have no idea what an RPG is. We want to introduce them to our type of game so we could hook our little claws in them and get all their money, but we got to make sure it's entry level. And came Mystic Quest, one of the most basic, easy-to-get-into RPGs ever made. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, here's, let me see your hand. Come here, little kid. Let me walk you through on how to do this properly, you know? I it's not ready. terrible for it, you know. It's okay. It's and, not terrible under the impetus of you're treating it as I'm giving this to a five year old. It's baby's first RPG. They know they're old enough to know how to read well <laughs> enough, right? But here's the thing. Here's where I think they overdid it. Even as a young kid, and a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, "Oh, kids are dumb." It's like, yeah, they're smarter than you think they are. I will argue that I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> I was a dumbass. As a, I didn't get much better as I got older, but, but when I was it comes a real to dumbass. Play, as a kid. Kids are smarter than you think they are. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll give you that. And at the end of the day, this is play, right? Mm-hmm. As long as they define it as play, they will apply themselves a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, say if you're 10 or hey, I've never played an RPG before and I'm an adult. This is not for you. And they overdid it to the point where it felt patronizing. And here's why I specifically choose the word patronizing. When you're playing, like, when you're playing the role of a character and not a group of characters like most Japanese RPGs, like, this is more Mm -hmm. of a Western RPG in that fact that you're only the one person, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you're the hero, Right? Mm-hmm. Every time you got a got a like switched out and got a new party member, they were they outleveled you and you were the dead weight. I can understand why that was frustrating. At the same time, you had to you had to make it accessible to new players, right? I you, mean, you, yeah, yeah, but okay. I think they made it accessible to the point of tedium. Because you couldn't no, over- you you can't you can't view a you know what would be a child's game. You can't judge it on the same scale as an adult game just because you like the series of game. Well, it's not even that, oh, I like the series of game. It's like, it, like I'll even admit and meet halfway with the, if you're giving it to a child, it's fine. 
right? But or if you're giving it to a newcomer. A newcomer, not so much. Ah, oh, come on, Bob. I, I, I think they I think they overshot the pairing down. I I I, I do agree they overthought it a bit. But you do have to make it a little easier, man. I mean, yeah, a little. Dark easier, Souls but... is one of the exceptions of the rules where guess what? You new type, new to this type of gaming, bend over and take. Oh yeah, it. I'm not yeah. saying that. Oh, the Final Fantasy game needs to be hard and blah blah blah. I was like, no, but at the same time, I should have enough room to experiment. I'll give and, you that. And this game did not have it, I'll and that's a, one of the reasons why it gets like a lot of people don't hit on it. But I, it's one of the reasons why. It's so loathed within the community. I can't wait to play that on stream just so I can hear everybody come in like, oh, this game, why are you playing this game? <laughs> yeah, but it's just an entire thing of what the fuck. Like, <laughs> you you took out a driving force of what like got me interested in RPGs. Like, honestly, you want the best intro RPG I've found is, is made by Squaresoft or... But it's not a fucking Final Fantasy. Hmm. Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars for Super Nintendo. That was a good RPG. I love that game and to this like, day. You know, it's accessible. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, you could fail. <clears throat> you know, it could happen. But at the mm-hmm. same time, right? You had room to experiment. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, even though they wasn't a breadth of this of like choices you can make with your character it wasn't like oh i got this upgrade i use this now now i I would argue that i can't think of many upgrades you got in that game which were like oh my god this is so much better you're like i i honestly can't think of a single one where you're like i'm not gonna take this right now unless you had like the turtle uh what the hell was it the shell the something shell that you got from yeah the big shell yeah. Otherwise, everything was like, I need this upgrade. Yeah. It, I and take and this the thing. upgrades were incremental. And like, it's like, okay, I earned this. You know, not. Okay, I'll give you that much. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt like they. And that's why I'll say, like, it's not a bad game for somebody who's never played RPGs and who's really young. But for someone who isn't both of those, this is not a game for it. It was a bit rough. <laughs> So, Final Fantasy IV, also known as Final Fantasy II in the U.S., is released because July, reasons is July night uh, to avoid brand confusion. It was like worst three, three blah blah blah. Because back then, if you played, like the logic was, oh, if it's a sequel, I've had to play the last one. Mm-hmm. So no, if they can't get out their hands no. a hold of two and three, because they were never released, that would that could cause problems whatever anyways uh but this was released in july 19th 1991 uh was for the super nintendo and takes place in a medieval fantasy set setting focuses on cecil the captain of the red wings of baron mm, good hmm. game okay after performing a raid, on- I know. Believe me, <laughs> when I play, it's like Red Wings, <laughs> Detroit. Why would they do a hockey team? Oh, you guys are thinking the hockey team. I was talking about uh, <laughs> exactly. muff diving on the rig. But all right, <laughs> or the boots. Oh, they're 
I forgot. I remember seeing those at Kmart one day and started cackling. Or was it Walmart? Whatever. Some and fucking work box boots. store. Yeah. But basically, basically, they steal the water crystal. Shit goes wrong because they never fuck with a crystal in a Final Fantasy game. Everything goes wrong immediately. And basically, it's his job to set the world right. Uh, mm-hmm. This actually did have a sequel that was released years later called Final Fantasy IV The After Years. And it was oh, actually so f- good. the first game with uh, the active time battle mechanic. And would actually be in the next five games and they'd always iterate on it. Even mm-hmm. now in Final Fantasy XV, it's the instead of ATB, it's the 8XB. Like they, they just kept Ugh. on iterating on it. It's not the same, mm. but it's just another iteration. Uh, uh, I actually yeah, never played I, this one. I have a hard time calling 15 time-based at all. It's just walk in, smack it a bunch of times and walk away. But we'll get to that when we get to it. I apologize. You just yeah, brought that up apologize. in me. It's like going, <sighs> okay, dude, this is sequel syndrome. We know we go off the rails. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> But what rails? <laughs> where we go, we don't need rails. You never played uh, four, though, huh? It's it's. No, believe it or not. Um, remember how earlier I was mentioning emotional roller coaster when I was talking about fifteen? Well, I can't remember if that was off air or on. I'm sorry if it was off air and confusing everybody. But this is another emotional roller coaster. If you bother getting head over heels in the story, oh, this, the, the battle mechanics, superb. Exactly what I love in a Final Fantasy game. Now, there was a glitch in the original version. Really? What was it? Um, sometimes you'd have to scroll through the entire party twice to get to a certain member, even if everybody was able to be selected. I never experienced that. It, like I said, in the original release. Oh, okay. Like, on the Super Nintendo, which, fuck, when's the last time... Like, seriously, my Super Nintendo is now a paperweight because uh, of a bad transistor. Ooh, that hurts. Oh, trust me, you know when a transistor goes bad, you could smell it. As long as you don't have to kill yourself to put yourself inside of it, it's all good. (laughs) Did you do one you get that reference? Reboot? No, neither one of you got the reference. Ah. From the game Transistor. Oh, I thought you were talking... I, I own the game. I haven't had time to play it. I thought you were talking about the old uh, TV show, the old uh, Canadian animated... Reboot. Is that what it's called? Can it, no, the, no, is it no it's from Canada. It's called Reboot. Oh, that old cartoon from Reboot. I uh, was from Canuckland, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Canuckland. <laughs> I, I live like an hour it away from... It was actually the <laughs> first uh, fully CGI animated television mm-hmm. series by the way the Netflix reboot sucks I only watched one episode and that's when Bob and them actually show up did you wait till you showed up in the show yes because I'm a <laughs> complete fucking narcissist and you know it catch the rest of this episode and the part two version of the podcast for this episode didn't want to make it over an hour long for each part So, here you go. Thank you. Have a nice day.